0: Hello again. In this episode, I spoke with my longtime friend, Fran Ermson. This was a really enjoyable chat, and we covered a lot of very interesting subjects. Fran is an always optimistic type of person, and that came through in a lot of what he said. We discussed international travel, Ireland, on and around St. Patrick's Day, the challenges facing his and likely all of the Mummers groups in Philadelphia currently. For anybody who doesn't know, the Mummers in Philadelphia is a really cool performance institution consists of a lot of groups uh, wearing really incredible homemade costumes and doing amazing choreographed or instrumental dance routines on New Year's Day. It's sometimes marred by some bad actors in a few groups, but overall it's just a lot of really talented individuals doing their best to entertain the city. And every year they do just an incredible job. Um, We talk about Fran's job transitioning to work from home, Uh, arriving back in the middle of a quarantine and not being able to leave your house uh, for two weeks after you come back into the country, as well as some of the challenges of being a social person and an extrovert in these weird times. Finally, I do want to apologize for the, the delay. I worked all last week putting a patio out front of my house with the help of one of our neighbors, and only cold weather since, so I can't even enjoy it. Um, but it's in now and I hope to post these more regularly and schedule more times to talk to people. I hope you enjoy listening as much as I enjoyed having this talk. Thank you. Welcome back to humanity in time of the Coronavirus. Uh, this is Mike slag again today. I'm joined by a a good and and one of my oldest friends, uh, Fran Fran? Hello. say hello, (laughs)
1: um,
0: so, Fran, I wanted to thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate anybody who joins me. Um, no, That's awesome. It's my pleasure. So, if you could just briefly uh, introduce yourself. your are Fran. Um, what's, kind of what's, your, what's your status? What's your life like?
1: Um, right. My name is Fran. I uh, work in insurance right now. I've been married for almost 13 years. Um, uh, Mike and I grew up together, um, basically from elementary school, uh, all the way up through, I guess, annual meetups for Festivus at this point. So, um, I mean, it's gotta be 20 plus years that we've known each other. Yeah, I'd say
0: so. Um, so you're married, um, And you work, does your wife work? Uh, Yeah,
1: my wife runs a IT office, um, so like a managed service provider. So she makes sure that the office runs smoothly and um, does purchasing and basically everything else they need. Um, And like I said, I work in insurance, so um, we're both working from home right now because nobody's
0: allowed outside. Yeah. um, (laughs) So how are you doing now, right now? Um, you don't have to get into details, just kind of generally.
1: Uh, I think we're doing pretty okay. We keep joking that we're glad that we like each other enough to be stuck together. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of crazy. And, you know, I, I know that I mentioned this to you. We had been traveling when sort of all of the state of emergency stuff happened. So we were out of the country. Um, when it got real here, um, and it was already real in Europe where we were. So it was a very surreal couple of days figuring out if they were going to let us come home and what things were going to be like when we got here.
0: So, Yeah, yeah, and and I want to get into that in detail in a little bit. Um, So I I can cheat a little bit since I've known you so long. You're a pretty large extended family, right?
1: Yeah, um, just my mom's side, um, aunts, uncles, cousins, and now the next generation of their kids. There's 80 of us, give or take. Stop it, 80? Uh, Yeah, so my mom was one of seven. I have nineteen first cousins and three siblings, and then we're all adults now, and most of us are married and have kids of our own um I mean, I don't, but everybody else does, so I think the last count was like seventy
0: eight Wow um, so that's incredible yeah. um everybody doing generally okay,
1: yeah, um people are good um, and you know it sort of runs. The gauntlet of um, we have family who are in the health field, um, we have family that are teachers, so uh, there's a lot of cops. So it's all people that are still out working. Um, you know, it's kind of incredible. It's, it's been really uh, cool to see um, all these people that I'm related to out helping still. So it's great. That's been pretty rad.
0: Um, so when did – do you recall when the Wuhan virus uh, started to come to your attention generally? Just when – not when it was necessarily impacting you, but when it kind of got on your radar?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, for me, it was – I work in an office where there's always a TV on with the news. So it was sort of in my periphery, I guess. I have okay. a boss who – would every day basically say this seems like it's getting worse in China but that was it and there wasn't really a lot of talk about how that was going to impact us just that you know there was this COVID-19 and it seemed pretty bad Um, but really that was it uh, as far as how we thought it was going to impact us um, even you know leading up to we had travel plans and as far as we had heard, we were still good to go and, you know, obviously did um, travel, but, you know, not not thinking it was going to be the way that our country has reacted to it and definitely not as quickly as they've reacted to it.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I guess on the next step then is when did it, what was, do you remember any particular um, spark or, or catalyst that made you, really think uh, this is going to be a problem for me, for us, as opposed to just a China problem or a Europe problem?
1: Sure. So we we left for Ireland on March 11th, and sometime around the 8th or 9th, we really started hearing maybe all flights out of Philadelphia were going to be stopped soon. Um, and, you know, from a This hasn't impacted me personally yet, but just things around me, we were still in the mindset of, oh, man, our vacation is going to get wrecked, not, oh, man, this is a crazy global pandemic that we're dealing with. Um, So I would say probably maybe the first week of March is when it really started to ramp up for us is this is going to impact all of us um,
0: sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean, you remember those? those old far back days of two weeks ago when our biggest concern was, could it affect my travel plans? Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, we, uh, I can tell you when the NFL or not the NFL, when the NBA and the NHL started saying, we're going to postpone games and we're going to delay the rest of the season. And that was only two or three weeks ago at this point. Um, that's insane to me that that we're in the same timeline in the same month of we're not you know starting out we're going to a Sixers game for her birthday next weekend and it was disappointing that that game got postponed to I am not allowed out of my house <laughs> you know what I mean so it, yeah it, it, it how quickly it escalated
0: uh, is astounding Truly. I mean, astounding is probably the right word for it. It's, uh, I guess, the word that seems to keep flying around for everything to do with this thing is exponential. Sure. Um, So before we get to, uh, so how long have you been home? from where, where so do you we
1: go? went to ireland um and i think you know this but nobody listening probably does so i am i in a string band um my string band goes to ireland every other year for saint patrick's day um and so we take a very large contingent of people from my band and friends and family so we were going to ireland from march 11th to the 20th with the uh, main reason being the St. Patrick's day parade in the town that we were staying in. So um, as sort of the timeline that we got, it was the Monday before we left. It was as of right now, everything's still good to go. And on Tuesday we found out that Ireland had canceled all of their St. Patrick's day parades, but we were still going to go and hang out and have our vacation. And Wednesday an hour after we left the airport essentially we found out that maybe people aren't going to be able to fly back into the U.S. so I mean really that quickly in 72 hours we found out that it went from everything's fine to clearly everything is
0: not fine. Yeah the you know even that sentence of Ireland canceling all of their St. Patrick's Day fest- right? <laughs> festivities is like an astounding. It, it's a shocking sentence. Yeah, here.
1: and so and I just realized how off topic I got. So what you had asked is, you know, how long we've been home. Um, so we yeah. how long we got we got back home? Friday the twentieth, um, and and even you know we talked about how are my travel plans going to be impacted. They wouldn't let us fly back into Philadelphia International, which we flew out of because they weren't prepared to test people or um, receive international flights. So we actually ended up leaving the town we were in, taking a bus to Dublin, flying to JFK um, and essentially having the CDC meet us at the gate, taking temperatures, having us fill out a questionnaire and saying, don't leave your house for two weeks until you're sure that. you you don't have it or you you do and you seek treatment so um that part was when i said it was surreal um that's the part where it was we've gone from we're being cautious to i feel like
0: i'm in a post-apocalyptic sheesh did um did anybody get pulled aside on your no
1: so um as strange as it is um And I don't know if you've ever been to JFK before. Um, It was empty. Um, Our flight was getting off. There was another flight getting off. And that was pretty much it. And that's a huge airport. And there weren't a lot of people around. So that part of it was kind of crazy. And they weren't actually testing us there. They were just taking temperatures. And what they said was, if anybody has a temperature over 100 we're going to pull you aside and your whole group's going to be quarantined until we get it sorted out. Um, So there was some nerves there, but you know, they, they let us all go um, and basically said, if you develop symptoms, you have to call us so we can contact everybody else on your flight and the crew on your flight so that we're all aware um, and try to stop the the spread of the, I know the, the big, the big thing lately has been trying to flatten this curve. So I think that, but that's where they were at of you know, we wanna we we can we can see everybody that was on this flight and everybody that worked this flight and if anybody develops symptoms, we can at least warn all of you that there was a case. Um but we haven't heard anything. So I guess that's good.
0: Uh, anybody from your group, everybody okay? I assume you've contacted some of, from your stream. Yeah, range.
1: so we um, we have a Facebook group of everybody that went and uh, have been um, communicating pretty regularly. Um, I mean, Mike, you know me and that I have an awful sense of humor. And so there was a lot of while we were in Ireland and on our way back, anytime anybody coughed or sneezed, we would just yell, dead coronavirus. So. Um, we've been trying to keep it as light as possible, but at the same time, I mean, we obviously understand how serious it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, so far, nobody, um, nobody has tested positive or shown symptoms. Um, but again, with, there are people that we were with that were supposed to be, um, it was 14 day quarantine and our essential workers. That's another thing that it is so funny that it found its way into our lexicon, you know, who's essential and who's not, but um, specifically somebody on our trips, a nurse at Einstein in Philly, and they said, come here and get tested because we're shorthanded and you need to come back. to work. Yes. So it's just, it, it's things that you weeks ago would have taken for granted or never would have even thought about are now at the forefront all the time. And it, it's, it's crazy. I, I mean, and, and I know that, that seems like we're putting it lightly, but it's almost unfathomable that this is where we're at.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. Uh, what's your string, oh, band, by the way, I'm, for, I'm, I'm, I'm in close. the woodland string Band. Thank you for that plug. Um, um, yeah, you guys had a, you guys had a good performance. We
1: had a very good performance this year. I was pretty happy with it. Um, for anybody listening, once we're allowed out, if you want to hire my string band, no, I'm kidding. Um, But no, um, yeah, so I I mean, you know, I I do the string band thing, which is, again, a big social activity. Normally, I have rehearsal every Tuesday night. So um, just as like a funny impact thing, I would normally have been in my office, stayed there, driven to South Philly. Um, I haven't seen the people that weren't in Ireland with us. I haven't seen um, since February. And I won't now for who knows how long. And these are people that I spend... At least one, if not two days a week, with um, throughout the year, and then much more gearing up for New Year. So it's um, it, it's surreal
0: all these social interactions that are just kind of missing right now. And that's practice, all, like every week all year. Yeah, like
1: we will get a couple of weeks off. We will have nights where we don't rehearse, um, where we just hang out, um, but not a lot. Uh, yeah, it's it's literally every Tuesday all year. And then closer to new years, it's Sundays. And then in December it's Thursdays and maybe another night, depending on how much rehearsal we need. So, I mean, there's a huge commitment. My wife loves that part of it. Let me tell you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's people that you, uh, I probably see these guys 20 to 25 hours a week, um, from
0: uh, labor day to new year's. And when do you start to really ramp up your, I guess, your choreography, your songs, your, your, uh, costumes and stuff for, um,
1: so we pick a theme in February. So like, we already know what we're doing for New Year's in 2021. Um, we, um, have a theme committee, they come up with ideas and they pick a theme and then we go from there. So, um, last year we started getting music in late June or early July um the costumes are probably designed at this point or close to anyway um so that process all happens late summer early fall um and then our Sunday rehearsals are basically um drill rehearsals so you know what marching bands do to learn formations and all that Um, so really from September
0: on is we're really in the swing of things Okay. So at this time, you still potentially has not majorly impacted that aside from not getting your... Well, and monetarily
1: because it's a big parade season. So like St. Patrick's Day, big parade season. So we're... And not just my band, but all bands um, are losing money right now because there's no parades. There's no fundraising opportunities. You know what I mean? We can't... It's, yep. it's for anybody listening that's not familiar with the Mummers or, or is, unfortunately has only seen the negative side of it. Um, it's, it's a huge community um, and it's people that just want to try to keep that tradition going. So there's a lot of bands helping other bands, helping other, you know, comics clubs or fancy brigade clubs and everybody knows each other and we support each other's fundraisers and come out to gigs and all that kind of stuff. And it just stopped. You know what I mean? So it, it, it we're, we're all feeling, it, not that everybody isn't feeling that, but it, that community specifically is feeling the pressure of we fundraise. You, the, the city doesn't pay us to do this. You know what I mean? So um, it, it's yeah. us. We pay dues and we fundraise. And with people not working and not the opportunity to go do parades and things of that nature, um, our ecosystem just grinds to a halt.
0: Wow, um, that's tough, man. And I'm sure it's. I mean, it's got to be thousands of people involved. Yeah, the for sure. Um, so tell me about how's your how have you adapted with your job? Are you able to kind of go remote? Is it a job where you should be out? I don't know, hustling or hawking no, insurance or what um, do? So,
1: what I do for I, I work for a company. Um, and I manage, um, their personal lines, which are home insurance, um, auto insurance, personal umbrellas. Um, we have a ton of commercial clients and most of our personal business comes from those commercial clients also needing home insurance or auto insurance or whatever it may be. So, um, I'm not really in sales. I'm more in account management. Um, so okay. it's a lot of. I, I bought a new car and I need to add it to my policy. We're moving houses. I just bought a new house. Um, referrals from people that work with us or friends and family of people that work in my office. So a lot of, and th- that's not all of the business, but that's a lot of the business. So uh, it's really just managing people and their expectations and, and that there's a lot of hand holding. Um, and so it's phone and email, which I can do from anywhere. Um, so it's not me going door to door selling insurance. It's not people coming into the office looking for insurance quotes or anything like that. It's all stuff I can do from my kitchen table.
0: And has your workload been markedly affected? Uh, or um...
1: no? I mean, it's it's basically the same. And and again, it's it's odd because um, because I was way for close to 10 days. So I came back to, you're not allowed in the office. And by the way, welcome back from a 10 day vacation. So, um, in the beginning it was that catch up from vacation and now it's, nobody knows what to expect. There's, there's no normal yet. So, um, I, I feel like the phone rings a little bit less and I get less emails, but when I do, um people are glad to talk to somebody um even if they're upset about whatever they're calling for it's nice to have human interaction um i i am a very social person um so this is like my soul's dying just a little bit every day not being able to go out and talk to people and hang out it's weird but um but it's, it's nice that the social part of my job is still there I still get to talk to people on a fairly regular basis.
0: Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, that's good. Uh, so we are, <laughs> you're, you, are you still under yeah, quarantine? Yeah, I
1: sure am. Uh, <laughs> so I'm quarantined <laughs> until uh, the, I got to think about what the date is, Saturday, the 3rd, 4th of April. Fourteen days from March 20th, which is when we flew back in. So, um, okay. So, and again, you would uh, you would mention this early on, which I'm gonna kind of circle back to. I have a huge family, um, and I have a lot of family that's close. So, we live about an hour outside of Philly now. Um, but I have three cousins and an uncle who all live within two miles of where we're at right now, um, and so. We, we updated my mom the whole time that we were in ireland because um, things were escalating very quickly here and it seemed like europe had more of a handle on it than we did um they basically said we're just shutting everything down you, you can't uh, i know that we talked about it it's insane that ireland canceled all their st patrick's day festivities the sunday that we were in town which was the 15th they just closed all the bars we were in so, nope we're done so literally just grocery stores and um food for takeaway that was it that's that's all there was the hotel that we were in had a, a restaurant and a bar and we had literally every room in the hotel and they said we're going to close for our normal bar patients the locals and for takeout food and you guys are basically just quarantined here um So when we came home, it was very much my mom went grocery shopping for us because we weren't supposed to go out. Um, And then we started getting grocery deliveries when we could. And I have an uncle who literally did a drive-by and dropped food on our porch for us the other day because um, we're not supposed to go out. And and Star and I are trying to take it very seriously. Um, You know, neither of us are symptomatic, but – you can't be too careful and I, I don't want to be the cause for I got some kid at a grocery store sick because I needed to go pick my own produce so
0: yeah I think that's the, probably the best attitude I wish everybody would i kind of
1: wish everybody would too um and you know I I talked to one of my cousins last night and said and and this is this is not an original thought by me, but it, it has struck me as a really funny thing that's happening. Um, people our age are now having to tell our parents not to go out. Like they told us not to go out. Um, and it's just, it's crazy to, to, to what I think amounts to common sense of just don't go out. Like you, it can't be that important. So, you know, and, and maybe I'm oversimplifying. I don't think that I am, but um, it, it seems easy to say if it's essential, yes, go do it and be careful. If it's not, you'll survive. Just stay home. We used to do it for a very long time. You'll survive a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, I mean, it seems seems very simple and straightforward. Um, so, what what's um, what are your concerns? Um, I, I think
1: honestly that people aren't taking it. Seriously. Um, I, I think that we, as a society, have gotten way oversaturated with noobs. I mean, just even, I'm going to say since the 24-hour news cycle, but uh, more recently with social media, I think that everybody has any knowledge that they can ever possibly want at their fingertips, and we all sort of gravitate towards the same three or four sources that are maybe 50% reliable, um, and so my concern is, um, that some people are taking it very seriously in the majority uh, and it, maybe it's not the majority at this point, but a lot aren't. Um, and when you, um, have the ability to look at social media and there are people that are, you know, saying that they're practicing social distancing, but it's a hundred people all standing six feet apart from each other. Um, you know, that's not how germs work. There's not an invisible barrier at six feet that are going to stop it. So um, yeah, the,
0: the five second rule <laughs> is not a contract with the bacteria. No.
1: Right. Um, exactly right. And, and so, um, you, you know, do I want to see my family who I haven't seen going on four weeks at this point? Cause I didn't see anybody the week before we went on vacation and then we we're going for 10 days and then we're stuck at home for day 11. We figured out, Today, I think that my wife has started making, like, um, lines on a wall like we're in prison because she's been stuck with me. But, I mean, really, it's, just been, it's been away from everybody that we're related to for and this is three and a half weeks now. And not that you would see everybody every day, necessarily, but not being able to, um, it, you can feel it a little bit that you're you're not able to see those people and you know my mom dropped off food and stayed literally on the other side of my property to talk to us for 15 minutes the other day and i think that it was more for her to make sure that we were home and safe and everybody was fine but um it, it's crazy it's just and i know i keep coming back to it, it's real it's crazy but it it doesn't feel real still um and and being stuck yeah. in the house um I don't think it's helping that because when when everybody was here and, and schools closed and then businesses started to close and then um, you, there was a stay-at-home order, we weren't here for any of that. You know what I mean? We literally flew into... Yeah. We were on a plane with 170 people that we knew. We were on buses with those same people to get back in the Philly. We got in our car and came home and that was the last time we were with other people. Um, and so everybody else has... has um, been able to ramp up to this. and and we got dropped into nope. Yeah. This is your life for now. And and honestly, I think that we're we're doing pretty well. Star and I genuinely like each other. Um, you know, as a funny aside, yesterday was Star's birthday, and it was a an important milestone birthday, which I won't go any further. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we had a friend that dropped off dessert at lunchtime for us because. We couldn't go out and buy it. And then we used Zoom and had a surprise party for it last night. And I actually literally surprised her because she had no idea that 30 people were logged onto their computers to sing happy birthday at the same time. So like there's... And someone will tell everybody that I'm the eternal optimist. So I'm seeing all of the great things that we're doing and and how we're able to to overcome boredom and isolation. And people are awesome. And they, they have... Absolutely, the ability to always be awesome and to do great things, either even under these crazy circumstances. And my fear and my concern is the people that aren't taking it seriously are going to
0: keep setting it back. Um, you know, I think the eternal optimists are what we need yeah. right now.
1: Yeah. Sometimes I'm
0: an idiot um, about it, but uh, for, for all intents and purposes,
1: I, I think that if if we pay attention to what's happened in other countries and what's working and what's not working. Um, And again, I know that common sense seems like it's hard to come by these days, but if you're able to say, I don't know where you have been for me, if it was any of my friends, I, I don't want you to come see me right now. Like, I don't know if I have it. And I was in, another country. I flew twice. I've been on four buses. Like, don't come near me. I have no idea. And I don't want to be the reason that a bunch of people get sick. So it's an easy decision yeah. for me. Is it inconvenient? Sure. I, I, I'm very excited. I've never been this excited to do my own grocery shop, but is
0: that the first stop? Yeah. Portland? And there's a,
1: there's a bar that we really like that's doing takeout. So I'll probably go there first. Um, and get a burger to go. And then we'll go grocery shop, you know, at the places that I want to where I'm not restricted to, you know, who's doing delivery or, or pickup options. Like Walmart's been amazing because they will literally put groceries in your car and not make you sign for them. So I don't have to have human contact. Like that's been a lifesaver because when we got home, the first time we tried to order groceries, it, the answer was no. You know what I mean? Nobody had anything when we got back. Um, and so yeah. it, it's just been, it, it feels, um, you know, it, dreamlike I, I'm running out of, uh, ways to say the same things of like, I still can't believe this is the world.
0: No, I think, I think what, you know, what we've got here as almost a society is, is this a, a form of cognitive dissonance where, you know, our brain is still trying to process the information and the reality that's clearly in front of us. And um i it, it's just such it, it's so sudden and it's so different that i think we're just not able to yeah it.
1: it's it's um it's, it's it's how people say that dealing with shock feels like so i don't know if you've ever dealt with shock um, firsthand before but it it's a lot of i understand that there are things going on around me i'm mostly conscious of them but um, i can't put it all together and and i'm still i'm still piecing it all together right now that i don't um get up and drive to work right now um and i can't go to string band rehearsal and star and i um don't have plans for a birthday anymore you know what i mean and and it's all it's all little things and yep and to me it they're minor inconveniences right now like if we're healthy and we're safe and it helps us get through this it's all worth it and and again going back to the optimism whenever we get to a place where we're not doing, you know, physical distancing and we're not all on stay at home orders. We're going to have so much fun. Like, I think that I, I truly hope that people are going to be so excited to go back to what was normal and maybe not everything that was normal all the time, but being able to just go to somebody's house. I, 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 my actual hope is that we come out on the other side better than then we went in because um you, you won't take all the same things for granted. I mean that's the that's my hope anyway.
0: Yeah, that's uh, I mean that's that's the hope. And I think it's probably likely. I mean, this it doesn't seem like this uh situation. This you know, COVID nineteen may be with us forever. It may be just one of those things, but at some point we're gonna be able to cope and um deal with it, maybe have a vaccine or whatever, wherein we can leave the house. And uh, I mean, we're going to be able to at some point it's going to be quarantines lifted and that's not in the not too distant future within a month or two. They're going to we're going to have to go back to work. Everybody's going to have to go back to work. And the hope is obviously with flattening the curve is really not to, it's, it's really just to slow the spread so we don't overwhelm sure. medical yep. facilities. And once we're able to do that, you can almost go back to a normal life. Just maybe be at the at the very least, maybe people's hygiene habits they're picking up will stay with them after. Yeah, let me let me tell you how excited I am that in
1: 2020, I've seen more videos on the proper way to wash my hands than anything else, Um, and and that's astounding to me, (laughs) frankly. That people didn't know, I guess, or or just don't do it, and it's probably a combination of the two that people are lazy and just take for granted that they don't have to, or don't want to, whatever the case may be. But, um, I think that there's an opportunity for people to take the lessons that we've learned throughout this whole ordeal and, and apply them long term. And, you know, that could be wishful thinking, or it could be me being an optimist, but you know, you you hope they end up with better hygiene and, people thankful for what they have and and better social habits. Um, And, you know, who who knows what happens.
0: So once you're done quarantine, I understand you're going to get some food from somewhere you want and some groceries from somewhere you want. Um, What do you kind of envision life being going forward for at least the next, say, month or couple of weeks at the very least? I think it's just
1: um, what we've been doing. Um, You know, Star and I, are both working from home, so uh, I'm truly thankful that we both have jobs in industries where it's possible to work remotely, Um, and both of our companies are literally going out of their way to make sure that there are layoffs and that we're able to continue to work and um, keep up that quality of life. So uh, that part of it's been incredible. I mean, um, even my job to come back from vacation. I've only been with the company I'm with for about six months. So, um, to come back from a vacation into a quarantine and everybody immediate reaction being, Hey, it's so great to have you back. Let's get you caught up and not, you know, we're in a crisis. We can't deal with you right now. That's been, um, amazing. And star has been at the same place for a long time. And it was very much a, let's just get you caught up and back into the fold. And, you know things will go back to what the new normal is and so the normal for us right now has been um we get to see each other a lot which is great um and we both just are doing our jobs from home um my house is getting rearranged a lot um i think that paintings (laughs) on the horizon and i know that deep cleaning and decluttering is coming soon which is i mean it's all stuff that we would have done at some point anyway. It's just accelerated that timeline, which is great. I mean, you know, I'm trying, um, it, things could be worse. Like one of us could have this. I, I could be in a hospital on a respirator. Like I'm so far ahead of uh, things to be upset about at this point. It's just like, I, things are okay. I, they're not perfect, obviously. But um, if my little part is I am a hermit for, it looks like another month. Um, but I can start to do things for myself again. I can go outside. That'll be nice. Um, But yeah, I think that it's just, I think this is just our life for a little bit. And um, you know, I know that it's easy to to look at how much technology has impacted us over just over our lifetime um, because I distinctly remember not having a cell phone and being friends with you so it's that short of a time period to i literally have a computer in almost every room of my house because i worked in software before this and my wife worked in it and we just have computers around so there's not a shortage of things to do alone and there's so many tools i mean dude you started a podcast because you're stuck at home and you were like i need some i need an outlet like we're going, we're going to find that people have talents that they didn't know they had. And people are getting into crafting again and doing things for themselves. Like there's so many upsides here. Um, so uh, you know, Starcraft, Star has a million hobbies. Maybe not a million, but Star's a lot of hobbies. And we luckily had stocked up on a lot of supplies for these hobbies, so we don't have a shortage of things to do. Um, we're just limited to what those things are right now. And, and that's not the worst thing in the world. And you know, I listened to Star and I listened to your episode with your wife. Um we don't have kids, and I have a lot of friends of kids and I have a lot of family with kids, and um that's a whole different struggle that I don't have to worry about. Star literally just has to babysit me. Yeah. Um, and I'm generally self-sufficient, like I can find stuff on the internet to keep me occupied for days. So Um, you know, it's, it's interesting um, just watching on Facebook, how people are dealing with their kids and um, trying to explain it to them and and trying to keep them engaged. And now um, it looks like people are going to have to not um, teach their kids, but there's going to be some type of online school for kids and how that now is going to impact how everybody's days go. It's just very, um, it's very interesting to me how the next, the next phase of this, which is, okay, you can't go back to school um, by Easter when everything's going to reopen, which was um, an interesting thing that came out. But, you know, th- this is going to be a little bit longer. How How is it not just working professionals? How does their normal change? But now kids who um, are going to try to finish school and, you know, like Kevin. Kevin's going to potentially graduate this year, but hasn't been able to go to school for a month. You know what I mean? So all well, that interests me. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, not, not to say that Star and I aren't lucky for other reasons, but luckily we don't have those types of um, challenges right now that a lot of our friends and family do. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're doing pretty okay. Um, as long as I don't annoy Star too much and she doesn't try to murder me, I think we'll be in good shape.
0: Well, yeah, I think time will tell on that. Um, <laughs> no, you're you're right. It's it's interesting. Uh, I, I just talked to uh, another friend of mine uh, a couple hours ago before we recorded this, and we were talking You mentioned about you know having kids, and as a working parent, it, it occurred to me as I was talking to her that as a working parent, it's like you know you always wish you had spent more time with your kids, and this it feels <laughs> like I wished on a monkey's paw is what occurred to me. Like here you go. Yep. Here's all the time you want.
1: Yeah, well, and, you know, and it, and it's interesting to me not to like turn this around on you, but um, how are you guys? Like because I, you know we're we're Facebook friends, and, and Laura and I are Facebook friends, and so I, I get I, I I tell everybody when whenever it comes up in conversation, Facebook always feels like um, I get cliff notes, but I also only get like the good stuff for the most part, um, and so. I feel like now that people have more time and they have more gripes, maybe not you guys necessarily, but in general, there's so much more that we're learning about each other by accident because people are posting more and um, are looking for suggestions or just one event. And so, you know, I have glimpses into how you guys have been doing, but like how actually are you guys doing
0: Well, my response to that is that I'm <laughs> asking the questions here, sir. Thank you very much. Um, no, I'm just kidding. No, we're thank you for asking. We're doing, we're doing, we're doing well. Um, we're doing really good. I mean, as far as we're doing well, I should maybe quantify that. As far as myself and her and our family, we're doing well. As to whether each of us individually is doing well, I mean, we're all kind of coping like everybody else is. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's really tough to. I can go we're kind of homebodies and I could go for a month or two months without seeing my friends or leaving the house or really going out. But now like I just, I can't. And now I want a hundred percent. So in case
1: you're wondering, that's what quarantine a hundred percent feels like, like I'm physically able to, but I'm not allowed. It's like being grounded as an adult and it is crazy.
0: Yeah. You know, I have the, we have had the luxury though the past, You know, week and a half that you've been quarantined and that I I could, if I wanted, if I get bored and I occasionally have, I could just get in my car and drive for a little while, you know, Um, you know, you could probably do that still relatively safely and responsibly, but you're not because you're taking this seriously and that's good. Um, but you know that option is kind of not, yeah. Not and, technically. Make no mistake,
1: we we have um, gotten out
0: of like we have gone for drives,
1: and like I said, like Walmart puts my groceries in my car, ten people in the trunk, and I don't talk to anybody. Um, so we've left the house, but yeah. we haven't gone in anywhere. You know what I mean? It's it's all very. It feels cloak and daggery. Uh, you, you know, it, it's it's just it, it's this whole new concept of you take for granted that you just run to the store for stuff. And no, you don't. at least right now we don't, um, sorry, not to derail you, but yeah. So it's, it's just, it, it's oh. very, it, it's very different. Um, and you know, that's why I said, like, I'm interested in, in how you guys are doing because you, yeah, you do have the luxury of, you can just go out, but you also, um, you have two kids at home. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's
0: different in that regard. Yep. Yeah. We're, uh, we're doing well. I mean, everybody's doing, we're, we're pretty adaptable. So um, everybody, we still pretty much, we seem to still like each other. I think there's a lot of people who are going to find out that um, you know, eight hours a day with your spouse is plenty and exactly as many as you needed to make sure you have a happy and healthy marriage. And then you're going to find out maybe 24 hours is not, That's not the person I really want to be married to um, if that's how much time I have to spend with them, Um, you know, but so far that's not the case for us, but we'll see. Time will tell, (laughs) but no, we're, we're fortunate enough, as you kind of said, is to, to be quarantined with people whose company we enjoy. So, um, so let me ask, I guess um, you kind of, you've answered a lot of questions because I try to turn things to a more positive bent at the end, but you've been kind of doing it this whole time, which is great. Um, So have you learned anything Um, about yourself? Yeah,
1: I really crave other people's attention. Um, I know that sounds like so vain, but I I think I'm just so used to um, being a social creature and at work, I will just get up and go talk to people at their desks um, or, um, just being able to go see people. You know what I mean? Or when we go out to the star and I go out to dinner, going out to dinner with friends, or even just having conversations with waitstaffs staffs when we go out to eat. There's none of that right now. Um, yeah. And not to say that star and I don't have conversations and that that company's not great, but. Star knew what she was getting into when she signed up for this. So like, I don't expect anything differently from her. Um, and you know, it, yeah. it's interesting that you said about the, um, that people are going to find out how much time they can spend with their spouse and, and what's enough. And and Star and I joke that um, the m- more that we're apart, the harder our relationship is. Like we like being together. She's literally my best friend in the world. So um, that part hasn't been a strain. Um, that's normal. This is this is the weekend for me. You know what I mean? It's just it feels like the longest weekend I've ever had, and I have to do some work in between. So um, that part of it's been great. And again, I, I have been not just with this, but in life. You know what's what's the upside? Like, is there a silver lining? And you know, I'm not I'm not on a ventilator. Um, nobody I know has been severely affected by this yet um, things are pretty great yep. you know what I mean like as, as far as as far as when people yep. and, and I think that this is a phrase that everybody says that's going to change um, you know pe- people are notorious for saying like well I have my health well we're going to find like people aren't going to have that and and this is a very serious thing so um, that that's going to be interesting to see how people's perception of how lucky they are to be healthy is. Um, And not to be totally deep and go in a weird direction, but you you know, I've been very sick in the hospital almost died. Um, We both had a really good friend that was really sick in the hospital a lot. And it was awful to be around Um, and, and not to like go in that direction necessarily, but it it sucks. It's awful. Um, and and I think that everybody literally everybody's had to deal with somebody in their family being sick or dying. Um, we've never, not in our lifetime have we seen the potential for every, but literally anybody could have this. Um, and that's the part that I wish that people would take more seriously is that it's not, Oh, it's, people with pre-existing conditions and older people and younger people that are susceptible like no anybody can have this and if you don't take it seriously and you had an underlying condition that you weren't aware of it could literally kill you um and and that's for me i think the more that i talk to anybody anybody that will listen to me about this not that i have any medical background or anything like that but it's very easy to just remove yourself from the equation um and not let it even if you're carrying it and don't know it and passing it on to people just remove yourself from that and then we flatten the curve and you're right it's probably going to be with us for a long time and if if any of the the medical things that we've seen come up or any of the experts are to be believed this will probably be a disease that needs a vaccination at some point point. and we're just going to have to it, it's now it's the new normal it, you know it's it's another disease that we're going to vaccinate kids for, uh, hopefully people are going to all get their kids vaccinated. Um,
0: I know. <laughs> that's a different show. But, <laughs> yeah. How about? That's another hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you're, you're right. Um, so I want to ask just do you have – so you, you've given actually a lot or at least your thoughts on the matter, but any other uh, piece of advice or um, parting thought I, you would give anybody? Listening? I
1: can say this with uh, 100% certainty that if you are stuck with people right now – and, and I, I mean that. You are stuck. If you are in a house and – didn't think that you were going to be there and it's not a situation that you necessarily would have picked or it's not just family, whatever. It, this is, and again, with the optimism, this is such a great time to get to know people better um, and, and use the time wisely because um, to to your point about, you know, I wish I'd spent more time with my kids and that ends up being like a monkey paw wish. We may never in our lifetime. I mean, I, I hope we never in our lifetime have an opportunity like this where We're sequestered with people, Um, you know, and so my wife and I spent a half an hour earlier going through boxes that were in a closet as we were moving stuff around and found a bunch of old pictures and just laughed. And I found out about people that she went to high school with that I had no idea about. So like we've been together for 15 years. It's cool to learn new stuff. This is a great opportunity Um, you know, I'm lucky. I have a family where my mom took a ton of pictures when we were growing up. Um, and this is an opportunity to like, go back, watch home movies, you know, find out about your family. Like you're stuck with people that have information that you maybe never thought to ask about before. And this is such a great time to get to know those people, um, in a better way, in a different way than you're just interacting with them on a regular basis. I think.
0: I think that's great advice. Um, And I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to try and come up with my own, hopefully every episode, but I'm not that great at it. All I'll say is, is I'll take yours and expand on it a little bit, in that you're not only stuck with people, but other people are stuck um, in their homes, your grandparents, maybe that you don't know what their childhood was like, or, um, you know, who their favorite uncle was, They're, they're sitting there by themselves. Um, with plenty of time, and you have plenty of time, maybe talk to them. Ask them about their life. Um, Get to know people around you if you have some extra time. Call an old friend you haven't spoken to in a while. Um, Make sure everybody's okay. Um, Um, All right, anything else we're talking about? I think we pretty much
1: covered everything. Dude, I got to tell you, this is such a great idea, especially um, with not being able to do things that we normally would
0: um this is a cool thing yeah well thanks man just exactly kind of like you and i both here recommended at the end it's an opportunity for me to reach out to people and yeah for sure and speak to people and and get to know them um a little better so thanks for coming on Uh, (laughs) got anything you want to plug i mean (laughs) What's your what's your wife's? Uh, oh, your my wife uh, has a side stuff? hustle. And
1: I run the website. Um, so if anybody is looking for handcrafted soap or lotion or candles or crocheted items, and we're now moving into uh, glass etching and T-shirts and mug making, which is crazy. There's a lot of stuff. And I haven't updated the website, which is probably what my next quarantine activity is going to be um so you can go to starmadewithlove.com. uh check it out oh one r star like r's, in the sky how many r's in the sky? um so s-t-a-r made with love.com um and also on facebook at star made with love
0: cool all right go there in like four months for uh humanity and okay. climate time of coronavirus merch yeah of course but- <laughs> thanks for talking to me friend I'll talk to you soon well that was it Um, I cheated a little bit during this talk because I actually know Fran's wife uh, and I knew she had a small business of her own she makes homemade crafts soaps, crocheted items and other things so I figured why not plug it Um, check out starmadewithlove.com if you'd like to see some cool stuff and support a local business Uh, I really enjoyed talking to Fran. It's nice to catch up with him Uh, more often than the once or twice a year we actually manage to see each other. Um, So I just want to thank you all again so much for listening. And if anyone wants to talk, reach out to me on Facebook or at mwslag at gmail.com. And I'd be happy to set up a time where we could actually get together and and discuss what you're going through and what you're feeling. Um, If you want to talk to me, I want to talk to you. Thank you.